Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Stay positive and fun, it's Esther Club. Hello, and welcome to a little show I like to call Esther Club. It's a club, and it's a show, and if you're watching it, you're in it now. You are in it now. I repeat myself. You're in it now. Okay, welcome. Um, let's get to it. Uh, first things first, I want to shout out Becca James, a writer at Vulture, who gave us a really cute, sweet, accurate write-up. And I did say us. I said she gave us. And the truth is, it is just me. But I like speaking us, saying us. It's like... The review is for all of us, for all the listeners. And is it a review, a write-up, however you want to call it? But she gets it. She gets our show. And I highly recommend you check out um, the piece. I retweeted it on my Twitter. And it's a really cute peek inside. So, okay. Welcome to Esther Club. I... (sighs) It's another week. Another week in lockdown in California. And some people are really just not in a lockdown. And they are here in my same city, Los Angeles. And these people are just kind of seem to be going about their business as normal. I guess good for them. You know, I try not to let it bother me. There's nothing I can do about it. But I would like a pandemic to end personally. Um, but let's whatever. We can, we'll get touch on that later in the new segment today called Lockdown Update coming in about eight points we have to get through. Um, today's topic is self-love. I got some texts from you guys requesting, first of all, the texts I've been getting have been so encouraging and so just reaffirming and it just makes me really happy um and if you haven't gotten on the text subscription situation it's all free obviously um just text 847-648-9098 and that's actually how i'll be doing questions and concerns from now on so if you have a question or concern for the show text that number um, it'll be linked and it's on my Instagram at Esther Monster. So it's all, it's easy to find, easy to do. Um, that was actually the first announcement. So we snuck that one right in there really fast. Sam, I have, if you're on the video, you see that I have my Apple pencil. It's actually not mine. It's my fiance's. And I asked him if I could borrow it for one day to see if I would buy one, if I needed to buy one for myself. And that was three weeks ago. And I still have his. And that's how the story goes. So I'm waiting. I just, every time he comes in my room, I just kind of hide it and hope he'll forget that it exists. Okay. So that was the first announcement. Text me. I don't remember how we, oh, question, whatever. Questions and concerns. Okay. Um, second announcement, my special. I, believe it or not, I'm a stand-up comedian and I have a one hour stand-up special with commercials. So less than that. I have a one hour stand-up special that is for free to watch on cc.com, which is Comedy Central's website. And it's my first ever stand-up special. There's documentary footage of my parents in it, and it's a wild ride. So if you're looking for one hour with commercials of free content while you're in the pandemic, check out my special, watch the first two minutes, see what you think. 
It's also available on iTunes if you don't want to sit through commercials. I think it's literally like $2, um, which still paying for content I know is annoying, but just if you wanted to know. Third, this is more of a segment, but it's an announcement too. So I told you guys that I was meeting at a factory and I wanted to give you the factory update. What am I talking about? Okay. So low key, I am starting a clothing line. Now there are many steps along the way that may disrupt this clothing line from happening, but I'm just plowing through. I'm not listening to the negative voices and the negative options. I'm freaking going for it. Okay. Um, the clothing line, it kind of already exists low key called sleepover by Esther. You know it, you follow it on Instagram at sleepover by Esther. Um, it's constantly sold out and I am constantly trying to restock it. And I just realized that this, all of this, like high, this hype on tie dye and t-shirts and an online store, like it's all a part of something bigger for me. And it is a, I think it has always been my passion. I use the P word to wear sweatpants and t-shirts and be comfortable and look like a celebrity that just landed at the airport. So anyways, all the, that's not important right now. The story and the message behind it is not important right now. What's important is the factory update. Um, cause I will be restocking the handmade pieces, I think two more times. And I will actually, if you want to know when that happens for sure, you have to subscribe to the texts or follow Sleepover by Esther because sometimes it doesn't, I, the days that I am able to finally restock it don't fall in line with a podcast recording. So by the time I record, it's not, it's too late, whatever. The update is that I met at a factory, socially distanced. I showed up, I stood outside in a parking lot and I showed this woman what I wanted to do and she stared at me in her mask. And it's really weird meeting someone in masks for the first time because it's awkward, okay? You don't know that the other person is smiling or not smiling. They don't know if you're smiling. It's just like, it's a really weird, like you almost have to go off body language and like eye language. I guess you could go by the English language, but I need a smile. <laughs> I really, not only do I need a smile, I need you to know that I'm smiling because that's just going to make it easier. That's just going to make me feel good. It's good. I'm going to be more comfortable. And I was trying to be like kind of self-deprecating. And then I was trying to be like in the moment. It's just really hard to meet a new person that you're going to work with when you are in a parking lot and in masks. But I tried and you know, I'm moving forward with, with it. It looks like they're gonna, they're taking me on and they're going to first, um, give samples of just the actual items that I want them to make. So they're, I basically, what I did was I gave them, um, different examples of the kind of clothes that I want. So the, here's the thing is that all the shirts that I've made previously, have been more like merch, you know, where the shirts exist, right? It's like a blank shirt that you buy from anywhere. And then those companies either screen print or I take it and I hand tie dye on it in the next, in the, so anyway, 
So when I go to the next state of this, the factory, the next step, I am having shirts actually sewn and made in fabrics and in styles that I want them to be made. So this is like, this is the real deal. And this is a business with, is it legal? It will be. I, anyways, that's kind of the factory update is it's moving forward. I met her. It was awkward. That's really all you need to know for now. I will definitely keep you guys posted, but we're a ways out from, and I don't want to like drip and drab info. Like ideally they'll just be, you'll know, but on the podcast, you guys can know, come along the ride with me. But otherwise I don't really like talking about process as much because I always, you never want to be the person that's all talk and then they have nothing to show for it at the end of the road. So let me know what your opinion is of that. Actually, um, you can either text or comment on the video. Do you want to know about process along the way for any, in any situation, or are you someone that's like, no bitch, like shut your mouth, do your work and then show us the end product. So I am genuinely curious. And that can be a much more general question, not specific to tie dye or to the clothing stuff, but, or you can answer specific to it. Okay. Let's get into segments, full body scan. Okay. Full body scan. If you're new here, if you're new, if you're new club member, we just kind of together go from head to toe and like say what's going on in our bodies. I mean, you don't have to do it. You can just listen to me doing it. But sometimes I've heard from listeners that they use this time to check in with themselves too. So, okay. Head is totally good, except that when I actually do think about it, There's an awareness in the forehead. Going down. Neck is good, but honestly, it's not. When I move it around, my neck is, it's bad. Because I've been on TikTok, I've been making TikToks. And I think that I can still dance the way I danced when I was, you know, 17, 14, 12, 22 even. And so I whip my head and I, you know, I roll my hips. And now you guys, if you're in the video, you can see my front neck, not even my back neck, but the muscles in your front neck. Check in with those for a minute. You never really, those are never aware. Those are so sore from the head whips, which I've never been sore like that from a head flip. Head flip and whip. Okay, going down. Shoulders are good. Stomach is good. I'm realizing though I really need to like let my abs wake up. Wake the fuck up and do something, bitch, because you're the abs and you're the center. And if you don't step in, the neck is going to do it all. And then we're going to be we being this fucking (laughs) this body of no muscle is just going to be in pain all day. So anyway. Hips are good because I'm still like trying to work on that and stretch them out and stuff. Honestly, everything else is pretty chill. But as I just continue to check in with myself, my neck is really just letting me know that it should be feared at all, at all hours of the day. Fear the neck because it could take over and ruin it all. Okay, anti-sadness. Every week I like to say a reason, or I'm sorry, a thing that I'm going to do this week 
that's going to not make me happy, but prevent me from being sad. So, you know, just to remind you guys, I was really depressed um, in January and December of this year and this past year. And I realized that like, I have to work to not fall into being sad. Much the same, like happiness is not just a thing you have or don't have, like you have to work for it. So I just like to look at it of, in, as almost like a preventative medicine, like you do this, not so you can be happy and celebrate for the reward. No, it's more serious than that. You do this so that you won't fall into being sad. So this week's anti-sadness is actually something I've been practicing for the first time in my life uh, in this pandemic has gotten me to do it. I'm not going to say meditation. Don't worry. It's I wake up and before I reach for the phone or the iPad or rush to the bathroom to brush my teeth and drink water, I try to take a beat and I think of three things. So your eyes are barely opening. You're just like, oh, you're awake. You remember where you are. Here's the three things every morning that you can remember to do it. It's, It's obviously a lot easier when you're not jolted awake by an alarm clock and have to rush, but three things. One, what am I grateful for? Guys, I know it's lame. I know it's lame to be grateful, but it's also not. It's actually so important. One, what am I grateful for? Two, what's my goal? What's a goal? And this can be anything. It can be like big or small. What's a goal? And then two, an action item towards that goal. This is so broad. You have so many options here. So for example, like if I was to do this right now for just waking up, I'd be like, okay, what am I grateful for? Right now, I am really grateful that I have sparkling water because I'm not really hungry, but I want to treat right now. And so I'm just grateful there's sparkling water stocks in my house right now. I hadn't had it for a few days. Easy, easy, so small, so simple. I'm grateful for that. Two, goal. Goal right now, super simple. There's piles of clothes all over my room. I would like a goal to be, I I won't want, I want my room clean. Actually, I kind of reversed that. Goal, room clean, action item, piles of clothes, organize them. That simple. It can literally be a goal that's like vacuum the staircase. Or it could be a goal that's like, I want a three picture deal with Sony pictures. Like it could be those, they don't, those don't happen anymore, but it could be any size goal and there's no shame in it being small or it being big. Anti-sadness. Three, dish of the week. This week is a more general category and it goes to pasta. Every day I'm waking up craving that sweet, savory tomato sauce. I have had it in so many forms this past week. I've had it in just tomato sauce, literally a can that just says tomato sauce on it. I've had it in the Rayos or Rao's tomato sauce with pasta. I've had it in SpaghettiOs. I've had SpaghettiOs. And every time I have a saucy, tomato-y taste, I want more. I can't This will be the burnout of the century because I'm just going to have it every day until it makes me sick. It's so good. Tomato sauce is so good. 
It's so good. Today, Saturday, uh, that I'm recording this and Dave has Saturdays off. Saturdays and Sundays off. And it's so funny. I've realized that I, lately I'll ask him to make me like a snack. Cause sometimes when, when he's working in the other room, I'll like, I'll bring him food. I'm really learning about like the give and the take, you know, I'm eight years into this relationship. I'm 32 years into being a person. And like, I'm really finally learning like, oh, I'll do this for you and you do this for me. So anyways, today I made, I was like, will you make me pasta? Um, and so it was really nice. And I was thinking today how that's funny that it's his day off, but I make him make me food. But I make stuff. And you guys know that. I've been making stuff, but I've also been really fucking lazy and just making SpaghettiOs and ordering takeout. So I did not follow my anti-sadness from last week, which was to meal plan. Didn't do it at all. That's rare. I usually do my anti-sadness. So maybe we got to tack that one on to this week. Okay. Garden update. So some of you guys had written to me and told me to just take old sprouted potatoes and throw them in a bucket, throw them in a garden bed and just let the earth and the dirt do its thing. So I did this and I can't fucking believe it, but they're growing. And I, they're like growing little plants out of all the potatoes and I did nothing. And it just, it's a, I guess I did some watering, but not that much. So that's my garden update is the potatoes that I did nothing to earn. I just threw them in a bucket are actually yielding something soon, potentially. And that is, again, why I love gardening. Um, I, I hate the word gardening. The word gardening, I just picture like a big hat and like big gloves and a, an outfit and tools. No. Gardening to me, I walk... I walk out there, I just kind of poke around, I prune with my fingers until my fingers hurt. And you you just again, I know I say this all the time, you get you you get so much out of it. I'm like this must be what like being a parent feels like. You're like growing and giving life to something and then you get a benefit. So garden update, potatoes seeming to be easy. Lockdown update. Okay, lockdown update. Just to be, just to clarify, it's August. And my lockdown update is that I have a theory that the fact that it's August is making this shit really real for a lot of people. Because July was kind of fun, you know, it's summer, you know, nothing can hurt you in the summer. But it's August and we're still in this and it's still very real and very much happening. And I'm just kind of shouting that out to just like let you know, like let's all recognize that that might be a bummer and just keep pushing through and doing the things that you need to do to enjoy your life under the constraints that we're all put under. And so that might mean, you know, more social distance hangs with friends. Again, I'm just talking for me. You might not be in a place where you have to be the strict or you might just not feel like being the strict. Totally fair. This is just where I'm at. Um, I won't judge you if you don't judge me. A lockdown update is it's August and that shit is real. It's real. August is, it's a back to school month. I just feel like there's a reality to August that July and June just don't 
quite share. Let us do questions and concerns. Okay, so today I have questions and concerns that you guys texted me on my text update number. So Charlie Bartlett on Instagram, that's his handle that he texted me, is what is, his question is, what is your Taco Bell order? This is a really bad question to answer when I'm a little bit hungry at 10.30 p.m. This is a really bad question. Trigger warning to all. My taco, because I'm talking about Taco Bell, not my order specifically. So my Taco Bell order is actually being discontinued. They're like changing their menu and I don't know how they're going to replace it and fix this fucking issue. But my favorite item is the triple layer nacho. And I get that made fresco style because I don't really do dairy. I know it's kind of makes me a little bitch, but it's, I'm like kind of mostly vegan, but not, I'm not strict. Again, don't judge me and I won't judge you, but I will get the triple layer nacho made fresco style, which basically Ugh, the triple layer nachos are so simple. They're so cheap. They're literally a dollar. I'll get two or three orders. They're so good. So I'll do the fresco style triple layer nachos, at least two orders and probably two, let's say two. And then I'll do um, a bean burrito fresco style and a soft shell or a hard shell taco supreme beans, no meat fresco style. So I like to get around four things, probably two two nachos and two taco burritos. And this totally, by the way, this episode is totally ending with me like slowly like a robot getting up, walking to door, walking outside, starting car, driving to Taco Bell. Like this is just, it's happening. It can't, it shouldn't, it might. So... That's my basic order. I love, love a crunch wrap. I will absolutely do a crunch wrap. I sometimes when I want more variety, I'll avoid the crunch wrap so I can get more items because a crunch wrap is kind of like two and a half items. It's really hearty. So that's kind of the gist of my Taco Bell order. But I'll have to keep you guys posted because the triple or nachos are going away. By the way, the last two times I got Taco Bell, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. The last two times I got Taco Bell, they were out of mild sauce. They were out of mild sauce. That's why I go to Taco Bell. The, the mild sauce is so good. It is so, I love vinegar. It's so vinegary. I really don't know what it is, but with me and vinegar, it just, we're a match. So that's my Taco Bell order. And let's go to a concern. This concern came in via text from Avery. And she said, I'm concerned that you haven't taken your Margot Robbie braids out in weeks and this means you haven't washed your hair in all that time okay okay this is fair so just so you know Avery thank you this is a fair concern but I've regotten them about three times so 
you're half right. Do I wait one week in between every hair washing? Yes, I do. Is that too much? Absolutely. By day five, it looks really bad. My hair looks really, really bad. But it's not as bad as you think because I've gotten these braids redone at least three times. And if you're not understanding the Margot Robbie braids, I think I called them that on the show last week. But that was a thing that I also talked about on Glowing Up, my uh, beauty podcast that I host with my friend Caroline. So your concern, I take it, I understand it, but guys, guys, when you don't wash your hair for a week and you let it get so fucking ugly and bad and then you wash it, you are, it's just such a good feeling. It's almost worth it to let it get so dirty to then see how good it looks afterwards. It's a big jump. Okay, let's get into the subject today, which is self-love. Now, some of you guys had actually texted and messaged me about this, and I thought this was a good kind of similar topic to the things we've been talking about the last couple weeks. If you haven't watched last week, we talked about how to be assertive, and the week before that, we talked about um, self-esteem. And I looked at this list beforehand just quickly and I really liked it. So, um, and I don't really remember what it said. So I'll look at it and react to it in real time with you guys. So it's a list I found online about tips for self-love. And I guess before I look at the list, I just kind of want to think out loud about what I think of self-love. It's kind of an awkward phrase right it like has a bad rap it's not it's just like it's one it makes you sound like narcissistic like it just it has a bad reputation self-love it seems like it's either talking about honestly masturbating or being a narcissist or just being too high on yourself and I think we kind of got to throw that out because self-love is not that it's actually just respecting yourself, liking yourself. It's liking. It's actually should be self-like because I think like is somehow more important than love. So for today, I'll be self-like in my head. So let's look at this list. And this list came from, I believe it's psychology today. Yes, yeah, psychology today. And it's eight powerful steps to self-love. Okay. One. Recognize that you are experiencing emotional distress or mental suffering. This I like because it is more important than you ever could realize to acknowledge the situation that you're in. That's why I even said like acknowledge that it's August and we're still in a pandemic and like give yourself a break. So whenever, let's say, you know, you let's say you're like, oh, I just am so I look in the mirror and I'm so ugly. I just hate how I look. My skin is bad. My hair is bad. Like, but did you just go through a breakup? Okay, well, that might be why you feel so insecure today. Or did you just, like, have a weird interaction with someone? Like, there's always just acknowledging, like, wait, actually, I just went through this thing, and I'm that might be why I feel this way. So it's really good to recognize that you're going through something because the awareness will help you get through it. Two, accept that the feeling is there. 
Make a conscious decision to sit with whatever negative feeling is there and try to accept it because it's there anyway rather than pushing it away. This is a really good one. It's so true. This is very similar to something that I've learned about called exposure therapy. So if you're like really afraid of something, instead of spending your whole life hiding from it, a therapist would actually tell you, some therapists would actually tell you to expose yourself to the thing that you're afraid of. Boy, it's, I'm really glad I finished that sentence because expose yourself is not what, it's not what it is. It's, it would be like if you're scared of spiders, someone would be like, okay, we'll put a spider in your hand. That sounds horrible. Don't do that. That's the worst example I ever could have given. And I'm not into exposure therapy, but accepting that the feeling is there, I do, I'm, I am into that. You, you're just like, okay, I guess I just really don't like how fat my stomach looks today. Okay. That's what it is, what it is. I'm just going to let that be. I'm not going to fight it. It, it. I My stomach looks fat today. I'm not fighting it. It's there. Three, imagine what you might feel if you saw a loved one experiencing this feeling. This is a really common thing that comes up in like girl advice all the time. They're like, when someone says like, I'm with this guy, he did this and this and this, a common girlfriend will be like, if I was telling you the same story, what would you tell me? And it's always easier to see how bad a situation might actually be when you think about another person experiencing it than you going through yourself. And if you're on the video, you can see this, but I always think of this one physical reference that I think I saw on a fucking reality show or something, but it's like, you're here in a situation. I'm putting my hand right in front of my nose and sometimes you need to go out and move your hand out away and see it like that. Because if you're seeing it up here, you're just like, you're just, you can't even really see your hand. But if you push your hand out, you're like, oh, I can see the whole hand now. What was it? Imagine, so you want to step out, look from afar. That's a real, that's a really simple one. But again, all these simple things, tell me you don't need a reminder. Tell me you don't need to be refreshed up, refreshed, freshened. Four, challenge your negative story about yourself. If you can't feel compassion for yourself because you feel undeserving or bad, try to think about this as an old story. Notice the old story of why you are bad. Now find a way to challenge this interpretation. If you acted in an unhealthy or irresponsible way, ask yourself if there were circumstances that influenced your behavior. Perhaps you experienced past trauma or you were caught in a stressful situation. Now make a commitment to try to learn from the experience rather than beat yourself up over it. Other ways to challenge this word, ask yourself if you're seeing things in black or white. So common, black or white thinking. So common, all or nothing mentality. Yes, we, that was my thing. That's my tendency for sure. Um... This is interesting. Talking about judging yourself for mistakes is big for me because one of the biggest ways I've overcome like binge eating and eating my feelings is by not beating myself up about it when I slip up. So let's say like I'll, I'll eat like today. My dinner was a bowl of pasta and a side of barbecue potato chips. That is 
gross. It was so good. It was so good. But that's gross. And there's two ways to behave after you do that. One is... Ew, I'm so disgusting. I'm so fucking fat. I can't eat like that. I'm so unhealthy. Ugh, I am shamed. I'm gross. Or there's two. I guess I did that. All right, what's next in my day? And if you do the first one, I promise you it will lead to more gross behavior because the shame will lead to the more bad behavior. But if you do the second one where you're like, all right, what's, I did it. I'm gross. What's next? you won't really care and it won't be a spiral and it won't continue and you'll be okay. Think about how everybody messes up sometimes. It's tempting to think that you are uniquely messed up, which everyone else, well, everyone else is a paragon of virtue. In fact, even the most successful people make serious mistakes. Think about all the the mistakes politicians make, but making a mistake doesn't undo all of your accomplishments and successes. That's cool. That's cool. To, to think about that everybody makes mistakes and messes up, that's fucking cool. That one's hitting me freshly, fresh and cleanly. Yeah, everyone makes a mistake. What, are you going to be the perfect one that never makes a mistake? No. Nope. Six, decide what it would take to forgive yourself. If your behavior hurt you or another person, ask yourself, what would it take to forgive yourself? Ooh, I like how specific that one is. Think about whether you want to apologize, if you hurt yourself through addictive behavior, avoidance, ruining relationships, or otherwise behaving unwisely, make a coping plan for the next time you are in a similar situation so that you can begin to act differently. I love this. I love action. Action items are like the most important thing. Once you learn, this I'm curious about, comment or text me this, are you... Are you someone that already always goes to the action item or do you not even think in terms of that? Because action is new to me and I don't mean action, the word like action movies or like sex action. No, bitch. This is like a really specific version of action. It's like you have a problem. What's the next step? And once I started thinking that way, I'm telling you, I'm not going to say change my life because what? no, but it it helps me feel a lot better faster when I'm like, take action and be specific because otherwise what are you going to do? Like, Oh, I suck. There's nothing to do about it. Okay. Use self-talk to encourage yourself. Okay. This one's fucking embarrassing. You may say something like it doesn't help to beat yourself up or everybody makes mistakes. Sometimes I guess you have to do this. You have, you have to just say like, It's kind of similar to what I said about eating the bad meal and just being like, all right, I did it. What now? You know, I think a little saying here and there does not hurt. And I've taped, I've taped quotes on my bathroom mirrors for sure. Those have never, those haven't helped me that much. I need to get into a groove with where those can help me. Quote of the day would be like some kind of quote of the day calendar or something lame like that would be delicious. Be a life coach to yourself. Rather than punishing yourself with negative thoughts, gently guide yourself in a positive direction. You may ask yourself what led to the destructive behavior, blah, 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 blah
Um, tell yourself what other choices you have. It's never too late to change. Think about a concrete step. Okay, we kind of talked about this. Um, if someone else was mean and you let them get away with it, think about how you can set a limit or boundary. Ding, 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 ding. To stop this from happening again. Okay, that was the whole list. So I'm glad I brought up boundary because boundary is another word similar to action that is fueling me. I would dare say I abuse the word boundary in my life. But I now that I have it, now that I know it, I really like it. You set a boundary. And it sounds way more dramatic than it needs to be. It does not need to be dramatic. A boundary can just be like, I'm not answering that call. That your stats, I'll call them back. That's a boundary that you just set for yourself. It's really just, it needs a better word. Boundary just sounds like a diaper or something to me. Um, anyways, so that list was not bad. I feel like that list didn't totally disappoint. Um, it didn't change our lives, but it didn't disappoint. So that's it. I think like self-love is totally embarrassing to admit that you need a refresher on it. So I'll just do that for you. And here we are. You guys, this has been Esther Club. Thank you for participating. Thank you for being a member. Thank you for, here, I'm going to do it. It's going to be sad. Thank you for clicking like and subscribe and commenting. This helps the show. I do my part. I put the show on. I ask that while you receive this free entertainment, if you are so willing to, if you liked this video, click like, and then subscribe to the channel. And then, uh, what else? Comment and text my text number and follow me on Instagram and on my clothing Instagram, Sleepover by Esther. That's it, you guys. Thanks for your support. The Esther Club listeners mean the most to me because we fucking get each other. We fucking get each other. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>